We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Speaking of St. Paul, the Pioneer Press, he's covered the Vikings now for a number of years. Chris Thomason joins us. And uh, Chris, good to visit with you. It's been a while. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I'm officially a veteran now is what you're saying. Oh, you've been around a while. I mean, you've covered sports for a long, long time. You've been on this Viking beat how long now? Uh, this since 2013, October. Yeah, that, that's a good run. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for having me. It's a good run, and there's there's no doubt covering the NFL, it's a year-round beat, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, pretty much. Thankfully, nothing's happened today. <laughs> right. yeah, well, let, let me check Twitter now. Okay, right. I think we're okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, actually, the last... Uh, couple weeks have been a little bit slow hasn't been a lot of blockbuster vikings news everybody's kind of uh, hunkering down and getting ready for the draft next week and uh that's why you're calling to talk draft yeah and uh, but i want to talk about one other story you had and i heard that delvin cook wanted to change back to the number he wore in college number four i believe but you had a story that i couldn't believe would cost some big money to change his current 33. Yeah, Dalvin, uh, this past week, with the NFL rule change allowing running backs and some other players to now wear single digits, had interest in returning to the number four that he wore both in high school and at Florida State. So he and his people looked into it, and uh, I think they were kind of shocked at what they found out because uh, the NFL rule is that if you want to change jerseys and this, you know, applied even before the new uh, numbering system rule came about this past week, is that you have to pay and buy up the existing inventory of jersey numbers with your old number. And so uh, Cook's people looked into it, and the price tag came back at $1.5 million if he wanted to buy up all the 33s. So uh, that kind of put a quick end to uh, – switching back to number four, and he will stick with number 33. And it's also of interest, Cameron Danzler said one day on Twitter that he was thinking about going to three, and then the next day he said, no, I'm sticking with 27. So, I mean, I'm sure he didn't get a uh, $1.5 million bill, but he probably found out he had to pay some money. And then uh, – all, Justin Jefferson has announced that he's going to stick to uh, 18 rather than going to his uh, 
single digit. I think he wore two at LSU. Yeah, that, that is incredible. It just goes to show the NFL has it covered. When it comes to money, they, they've got all the bases covered. It's amazing. <laughs> That's right. They don't they don't give anybody a break. No. Yeah, it is. That, that I, I just got a kick out of that story. It, it, really interesting. Um, on, on to the draft, and, and this is draft-related. Uh, you, you did a piece on, on Friday, and it's worth certainly talking about, and, and this fits into the draft strategy about the Minnesota Vikings potentially looking at quarterbacks somewhere in this draft who could be an understudy and eventually – take over for Kirk Cousins because, you know, Kirk's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kirk Cousins, his contract is guaranteed for the next two years, including an insane cap number of $45 million in 2022. And uh, moving forward, if Cousins plays well, he's going to want even more money and it might he might just get too rich for the Vikings, and then uh, obviously if he doesn't play well, they would move on anyway from him. So I think they need to get somebody in the program who is a guy that they can develop and maybe be the legitimate backup quarterback this season and then possibly take over for Cousins in the future because you look at what they have now, I mean, that's what was so crazy about some of the Kirk Cousins' rumors about how they might just trade him away. Well, unless they had traded him for a quarterback. I mean, there's nobody around now who's uh, a viable starting quarterback. The uh, On the roster now, Jake Browning, two years on the practice squad, once undrafted. Nate Stanley, seventh-round pick last year, one year in the practice squad. I don't know if those guys are being looked at as even a legitimate backup for this season. They haven't re-signed Sean Mannion, the backup, the last two years. Not out of the question. They could re-sign him, and they don't get the quarterback they like. That could happen. But, yeah, I think they'll definitely look maybe uh, as early as the third round, possibly, for a quarterback or get somebody in the third or fourth round or trade to a spot where they think they can get him in a highlighted Three guys, Davis Mills of Stanford, Kellen Mond of Texas A&M, and uh, Kyle Trask of Florida, they're generally acknowledged to be the best quarterbacks following the top five guys because there could be five guys that go in the top 13 among quarterbacks before the Vikings even pick at 14. Yeah, and in your piece about Cousins and what their strategy could be potentially drafting that quarterback, it gets into you know some of the things about Kirk Cousins, and everyone wants to say, well, you know, Kirk hasn't won a lot in this and that. The one thing you can say about him is his durability. Uh, he has answered the bell, and that's that's worth something as well. Kirk shows up, he plays. He hasn't been hurt. Yeah, I think you can legitimately call Kirk Cousins, you know, maybe around the 10th best quarterback in the league or, yeah. or 11th, 12th, you know, in that general category. I mean, there's so few teams with uh, those uh, absolute elite quarterbacks and, you know, guys that win championships. And 
But with his salary, people expect Kirk to be in that category. And Top five guy. They yeah. signed him a few years ago. I mean, he was looked at the guy who would lead him to a Super Bowl, and that aspect's been a disappointment. But, uh, I mean, you just don't find these guys on street corners, so uh, it's a tough situation. Chris Thomason covers the Vikes for the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. Going into the draft, and uh, there's as, as many mock drafts as there are stars in the sky. Uh, so pick one and, and see what you think. Uh, there is a lot of conventional wisdom of the quarterbacks that are going to go at the top of the draft. Question is, for Viking fans, what are they going to do? I, I think if you asked, or did a poll of Viking fans, they'd probably say they've got to get an offensive lineman. But but a lot of indications are that they might they might be able to go defensive line and and Mike Zimmer may want to go defensive line with that first pick. Yeah, the thing is that uh it's a deep draft for offensive linemen. It isn't always that way. So you might be able to get a quality starting caliber offensive lineman in the third round and take a defensive end edge rusher type with the number 14 pick. Maybe take a guy like a Quiddy Pay out of Michigan or, or if you want to roll the dice on a Jalen Phillips out of Miami. But vice versa, if you take an offensive lineman at number 14, I don't think you're going to get a starting caliber defensive end potentially in the third round. They don't have a second round pick. So that strategy could play into it. But if somehow one of the top two offensive linemen are available at 14, I think you got to jump on it, especially with Sean Slater. I mean, he's got a chance to possibly slide to 14. If he's available, you've got a Sewell out of Oregon, Panay Sewell, he's not going to be available but unless you trade up. But Slater, I mean, if he's available, I think you've got to reach out and grab him. That would almost be a no-brainer. So the difficult decision then becomes if both those guys are gone, you take maybe the next best tackle available, Christian Darisaw of Virginia Tech, you go with a guard, Elijah Vera Tucker of USC, or do you go with a defensive end? Yeah, and there's still a stockpile of picks later in the draft. Any way to parlay that and and add picks potentially second round, third round, or or teams very reluctant at this point in time to give up that, that type of draft capital? One difficult thing is when you don't have it, they don't have a second-round pick. Right. And then both of their uh, third-round picks are either not super early third-round picks. I mean, one right. is from the Ravens. It's 90, so it's very late. And then there's a 78. So they don't have a lot of draft capital to move up to the second round. So, I mean, would they consider trading next year's second-round pick or something like that? I mean, maybe that's something they'll want to think about if they see some guy sitting there at the second round that they really want to get, but they don't have the grass capital from this year to do it. 
then maybe they trade a pick next year. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see uh, if a quarterback comes on uh, what would be day two of the NFL draft for the Minnesota Vikings. But uh, it, it sounds like, uh, you know, Chris, that that could be a very real possibility that the Vikings spend one of those third-round guys in a QB. Yeah, it's certainly a possibility, but they also have a lot of needs, too. So uh, things will uh, have to see how things go during the draft. I mean, those three guys that I mentioned, yep. quarterbacks, Davis Mills, I mean, I don't think he's still going to be around in the fourth, but uh, certainly there's a chance Kellen Mond or Kyle Trask, maybe one of them is still around in the fourth, so maybe they hope they can get one of those guys in the fourth. And then a uh, final question. When, when does the cap take the jump with the new television contract? Is, is that after 2022? When, when does that kick in? Yeah, I don't think it's till 2024. So oh, okay. Still, still a couple of, uh, couple of years away that the, the cap will uh, take a huge uh, jump. Yeah, because I was wondering if that would be able to help the Vikings with, with that that. $45 million Kirk Cousins bill a couple of years down the road, but it doesn't sound like it. Well, the Vikings, what they're doing and what you saw in a lot of their deals that they've done so far, free agency, I mean, they're shoving a lot of money down the road, and I think teams are shoving more money with, uh, you know, giving signing bonuses that are base salaries and prorating it over the next several years. I think knowing that the TV deal is signed and the cap eventually will take a big jump. They can keep shoving money down the road, but uh, (laughs) that's a lot of money to shove down the road with cousins. And especially when it comes to extension time, I mean, if he plays well, I mean, they'll be staring at an even bigger bill. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Yeah. The cat, the capology, uh, I, I I'm glad there's I'm glad there's people that know that stuff because it it gives me a dull headache in a hurry. Well, Chris, always good to visit with you. Always enjoy your work in the Pioneer Press covering the Vikes. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Steve. All right, there he is, Chris Thomason. Does an outstanding job on the beat covering the purple in the Pioneer Press and online at TwinCities.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.